This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. House Democrats are proposing a $35 billion expansion of child feeding assistance as part of their massive tax and spending package. The House Education and Labor Committee is scheduled to debate text on Thursday. The child nutrition provisions allow another 9 million kids to receive free school meals while also making low-income children nationwide eligible for nutrition assistance when they're out of school during the summer. The committee's draft legislation also earmarks $500 million to help purchase new school kitchen equipment. Representative Cindy Axney of Iowa also announced Wednesday that the measure would include $1 billion in biofuel aid. You can read more of Phil Brasher's story at agripulse.com. Many consumers are facing higher prices for pork, beef, and poultry at the grocery store. Speaking during a White House press conference today, Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack says corporate consolidation in the meat processing sector is causing this. And the reality is today that farmers are losing money on cattle, on hogs, uh, and poultry that they're selling at a time when consumers are seeing higher prices at the grocery store. And as Brian alluded to, uh, the fact that there are now record profits or near record profits for those in the middle. Uh, So part of this is a function of consolidation and and concentration. And we've learned during the pandemic that this is also a resiliency issue. Uh, When there was a major disruption in processing capacity because there are so few uh, processors, we saw significant uh, disruption at the marketplace as well. In June, Vilsack pledged to expand meat processing capacity to help reduce consumer prices. Since December 2020, the Biden administration noted beef prices have risen by 14 percent, pork by 12.1 percent, and poultry by 6.6 percent. In a response to AgriPulse, North American Meat Institute CEO Mark Dopps said, quote, As with almost every industry, meat and poultry packers and processors of all sizes have been and continue to be affected by the global pandemic and the inflationary trends that challenge the U.S. economy, end quote. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Without stepped-up basis, farmers and ranchers worry capital gains taxes would force future generations to give up the farm. Learn more at fb.org. Despite dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, the paychecks of some trade organization executives rose this year. According to the 2021 AgriPulse CEO report, Don Sweeney, the former CEO of the National Restaurant Association, is the highest paid executive with a salary of $5.9 million. That number's up from $5.7 million in the 2020 AgriPulse report. Mike Summers, the new CEO of the American Petroleum Institute, is next at $3.88 million. American Bankers Association's Robert Nichols came in third at $3.15 million. Some of your more well-known trade organizations are in the $1 million plus club. Those include Jim Mulhern with the National Milk Producers Federation, Andy Levine, CEO of the American Seed Trade Association, Tom Stenzel with United Fresh Produce, and Thomas Kernan, the CEO of the American Wind Energy Association. While some paychecks rose, the full impact of compensation won't be known for a while because of reporting delays. Find our full CEO report at agripulse.com. Some soybean leaders expect this year's harvest to be good on quality and quantity, but Illinois Director at the United Soybean Board, Doug Winter, says some areas of the country might have issues. You know, we've heard about the dryness in the Dakotas and and northern Iowa and across uh, Minnesota. 
but it looks like overall my part part of the country when you get into probably um, uh, most of Illinois particularly the the southern two-thirds of it we've had pretty normal rainfalls or, or beneficial rainfalls. In my particular area, we had a dry June, uh, but we've been getting about between a half inch to three quarters of an inch almost every seven or eight days. So it's been almost a perfect greenhouse condition for, for this year's crop. He says soybean pond fill is looking very good so far where he farms. So I think yields and the quality uh, are both going to be, there's, there's less, seems like less disease pressure, of course, Greater use of insecticides and, and fungicides at the early reproductive stages has helped those a lot. But I think the quality of this crop looks very, very good this year, and I, I think we're going to have a very good supply for the world. According to the latest Crop Progress Report, soybeans are rated 57% good to excellent. That number is on par with last week, but below last year's rating of 65%. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com in Washington. I'm Ben Nully.